Welcome to the Christian Youth Camp Podcast. At Camp Chioka, it has been our mission for over 50 years to lead campers into a deeper relationship with Jesus Christ and each other. These conversations share the heart of our camp family in efforts to lead us all into a deeper relationship with the Lord. Today, I'll get to hear from Matthew and Madeline Enlow, students at Mississippi State University and counselors here at camp. Madeline was such a sweet and welcoming friend to meet last year, and Matthew has become my honorary brother. It has been a joy to watch him grow in his leadership and service. They'll talk with us about the gift of siblings and how they have shared experiences that no one else can understand. This was a life-giving conversation because they are believers that comparison is the thief of joy, and we got to hear how they rejoice in their differences. They celebrate me so well, so I can't wait to celebrate them today. Today I have Matthew and Madeline Enloe, some of my sweetest friends, but we're also school rivals, so there's that. We go to the better school in Mississippi, so hail say. Go dogs. Hotty toddy, but also go Bellhaven Blazers. Yes, Bellhaven, we love Mississippi. So y'all are siblings, and I think there's a two-year age difference, Yeah, like two and a half. Yeah, so what has been the importance of siblings in y'all's life? Well, I, to me the most important thing is... They're the people who understand you the most and go through literally everything. And your friends can experience that with you and see it, but like they're the only people who get like the raw and real version. And they literally walk through every situation you're in hand in hand. Um, and like through a lot of like trials throughout our life or heartbreaks or, or victories and things we're celebrating, like he's really the only person who has understand understood it all. Yeah. Um, because friends can get it, but they're more from like an outside looking in. And he's the only one who for 18 years he's been around with me so um yeah to build off that like madeline uh she's the person that gets me the most because she's been through the same stuff that i've been through where um we're super close because of that also um so it's just you have someone to confide in all at all times rather than just your friends so and then they also understand the stuff you've been through Yes. And don't judge you because of that. Absolutely. So. And how have sharing experiences like camp and like other things in life, how has that affected your relationship? Um, I think it's been really cool because it's given us something that we both have that we love. Yeah. Because we're super different personalities, so <laughs> the things we like tend to be really different. Like even the type of friends we have and the activities we do. But um, camp was one place where year after year like, we both loved it. And it was even cool seeing it. Um, we both love this place, but we love it for such different reasons. Like it's, this is my place, but it's also his. It's not necessarily, he didn't come because I was coming or vice versa, but, um, it was something we each got to experience. And I always joke that, um, growing up at school, he was always Madeline's brother because he's younger (laughs) than me. So people would meet me first. That's who he was referred to. And I remember his first year at high school camp out here. So like four years ago, um, it was our first time like going to a session together in a long time. And I remember I went home and told my mom, I was so upset. And I was like, I've never been called Matthew's sister, <laughs> but I'm now Matthew's sister at camp. But it was honestly like looking back on it, that's such a beautiful thing because it was like, I think it was a real turning point in our relationship to where I finally saw him like coming into his own and like being confident in who he was yeah. because he found that out here. And so witnessing that at a place we both love, like also added to why we love this place so much because this is honestly where I think. Each of us is truly ourselves, but especially him. <laughs> yeah, I just, I love it here because you can be honest with everyone. Um, 
and they don't judge you. Because like, yeah. if you're somewhere, if you go somewhere and you're honest about your insecurities or honest about what you struggled with, you might get judged by certain people. But here, everyone's more accepting, um, and they most likely have struggled through something along those lines, or have struggled through something that you might never, might not have ever thought of. Yeah. So, it's just a very open place that like it's very accepting. In that vulnerability and acceptance at camp, how do y'all remember that year round? Because I know sometimes it's easy to live with people and not actually communicate with them. Mm-hmm. So how do y'all motivate yourselves in that? Um, I just try to stay in touch with everyone. Uh, my goal here for me every year is just to be honest and open with people. Yeah. Because um, I've noticed like through myself, whenever I struggle, the best way for me to get through it is to talk with people, to get it, lay it out on the table. Um and then see what they have to say, or even if they just listen to you. But um, through that year, just keep in contact with those people and surround yourself with good people, and you will stay in what we like to call sometimes that camp high. Yeah. But um, but you'll stay in a you'll stay with like a good group of people surrounding you. Yeah. And, and like I I value community so much, and mm-hmm. that's one thing this place like provides year after year. Um, and like I always tell people like. Each year is, like, a whole different camp in and of itself just because just the people who are here can really change the whole dynamic. But every year, like, I find a community of people that I love. And sometimes it's the same people coming back and sometimes it's not. But the one thing that is a constant throughout that is the community that I have with my brother because he's always here as well. And so, like, one of the best ways that I've found to continue that vulnerability is to not just see him as, like, a little brother because a lot of times that can be, like, hard because comparison comes into play or like you don't want to put each other on the same level of talking and and things like that um but seeing him more as a friend and somebody out here so like this summer with us working staff together for the first time like thinking about how like we're both counselors out here we're both doing these jobs and we're like both getting this much we're both doing the same type things and it makes you more of equals and kind of like levels the playing field, which is such a beautiful thing to do because once you start placing yourself over others, it really limits the vulnerability that you're able to have. That's so true, especially with sweet younger siblings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but what has it meant to y'all to kind of have some of the same friends? Has that been a cool experience this year? Oh uh, yeah. So like, I've I've grown up a lot like through life. Um, we've had some of the same friends because. Her friends were like my brother's friends, yeah. and were my uh, my friends' brothers, and so like we grew up with the same friend group. But especially out here, everyone's older than me, and so I've gotten closer to all these people who are twenty, twenty one, and um, basically it's just showing me another group of people that like not that I can trust myself, but I can trust for her to be around. Like that are good yeah. people. Um, see that she's in good hands with her community around her. Um, but also for me, too, and so I love, I love that. But. Yeah, the group out here has definitely made me, like, appreciate Matthew more as a friend than just as a brother because, like, I think it's so easy at school, especially, to get wrapped up in, well, I want to go hang out with this group, and if Matthew was to come, it's like, well, I'm bringing my little brother, and that, yeah. <laughs> you know, that can be kind of tough as an older sister. You don't necessarily want your little brother at your hip all the time, but having similar friends out here it's not like he's tagging along with me it's more like he's included within the group as well which has been really cool because that also helps the leveling the playing field because we have some we have similar friends we're hanging out with the same people and doing the same thing we're both equally invited um which is a really cool thing to see yeah how have y'all seen your relationship change as you've gotten older 
um, and grown in friendship? Like, were there certain things that were really hard when y'all were younger, or have you always been good friends? Um, <laughs> growing up, uh, we definitely fought a lot more. I um, can't imagine fighting with Natalie. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm, I have a I have a short temper, so I definitely was the one to get angry more. Um, but uh, now, like we we grew, especially in like 2016 through 2018, mm-hmm. we grew um, just with each other. We were more open. We were more honest. We spent intentional time together. Um, and then she went off to college, and like when she's back home, we make sure to spend time together because mm-hmm. like I don't see her as much. Um, but especially spending intentional time with each other and being open and honest, not judging each other. Um, we've become good friends with that uh, as siblings, but also as just friends. Yeah. Yeah. And like when we were younger, like Matthew was definitely more of an actions person and I was a lot more of a words and I used it to my advantage and I would, I would start like, especially if I get frustrated with something, I knew how to push his buttons, which is one thing yes. siblings definitely know how to do. And with a words and an actions person, words people can really push buttons a lot easier because you just say the right things or twist things a certain way. But then he would have these outbursts that now are some of our funniest stories. We tell them all the time. But like, like one in particular, we were laughing with our mom and I was hanging out in her room and was twisting words and pushing buttons. And he got so frustrated. He picked up an ottoman, like a rocking chair ottoman that your feet go on and chunked it at me and blew through the air and hit me in the legs. But like, even in the moment, we weren't even mad. It was just so absurd. So we laughed nonstop. And now it's one of our funniest memories because I think now neither one of us could ever think about throwing an ottoman at each other. But so we went from that to then I think, Honestly, I think me moving was the best thing for us because yeah. going to college, it really allowed him to like step out from under my shadow, like not a shadow that I necessarily tried to put on him, but yeah. just as older siblings going to a small school, it naturally staying happens. there, literally at the same school, pre-K through graduation, a lot of the same teachers, like comparison just happens naturally. And yeah. comparison is literally from the devil and is one of the main things that I think prevents relationships, especially with siblings, because... Whether it's us comparing each other or parents comparing our friends or especially teachers. That was one of the things that was hardest for us. Um, but being so different, once I moved away, he was able to finally like get out of that shadow that people yeah. people caused to be cast on him. Um, which was really cool for me because I was off doing my thing and making new friends and stuff. And then he was really embracing who he was and like thriving yes. at school. And like you said, like that intentional time together was what really created the bond that we have now. Yeah. What advice do y'all have for people, like, struggling with comparison? Not even necessarily with siblings, but just in any area of life. Comparison is something that I definitely struggle with a lot. And I have to remind myself so much that that it's okay to be different. We're supposed to be different. And one of the things that I, like, love saying, and one of the things my mom taught me that I really value, is that just because something is different doesn't take away from what it used to be or what it is going to be. That different, we so often think that word means bad. And it doesn't. Because different can mean improvements. Um, different can just mean different. Like, you have, like, like even with, like, thinking of ice cream. You know, like, everybody <laughs> loves ice cream, and there are a bunch of different flavors. And I love chocolate, and I love strawberry, and they're incredibly different. But they're both great. And, like, yeah. that's one thing we forget so much because, like, I don't know. Different is just something that people need to embrace. And that's something that I have been working on this past year. And, like, a lot of times 
when when comparison starts coming in, like people will t- like giving compliments. I think that's mm. one place where comparison happens a lot because we want to hear like, "Oh, you look so pretty." It's like I won't do that not yesterday, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and you start thinking about things like that, but um, like just accept it in confidence and say, "You know what? I do." Because if you don't like feel good about yourself and you don't um, carry yourself proudly, then how can you ever expect somebody else to? And it's almost yeah. like demanding a respect because I'm going to walk into a room knowing that like. I'm put together, I'm doing my best, and I've done good today, and I want everybody else to feel the same way. And that often gets rid of a lot of comparison because when the, when people see that you're carrying yourself proudly, they're just going to support it, and they're going to champion you on. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and to build off differences, uh, God made us all different for a reason because it definitely, like, some people have weaknesses that other people are their strengths at, but that built the church together to make it stronger for each other. Um and so, like, being different is definitely not a bad thing, like she's saying. It's it's more of a community thing. You yes. need to find the people that strengthen yourself and then vice versa. Um, and then, like, because comparison, if you're looking down on someone for that, it would – I don't know where I'm going at now. But um, <laughs> basically, differences are made for to look for um, – It's made to draw you together. Differences yeah. aren't made to – kind of like we were saying earlier. Like, you – we want the playing field to be level. Like you want everybody to be seen on the same page and respect each other and recognize that we are different. We're all so loved by the Lord and we all have the same father. And you know, one thing that I think is so cool is how we refer to other Christians as our brothers and sisters. And like, but then you also have your actual brothers and your sisters, Mm. which is just so great. It gives a whole new meaning to the word because the way that I love Matthew, like I find myself getting so protective over him and like, he's literally my heart, but I don't feel the same way about other people and yeah. the comparisons of that, but we literally call them the same word. So why is there any comparison? And they can be different yet so beautiful in and of themselves. And it all just works together and fits together perfectly. Cause like, like a puzzle has a bunch of different pieces and that's what causes them to fit. If everything was the same, it wouldn't go together. Yes. Which is really cool. And that's like, if we knew how the world or how God intended for us to live together, there would be such harmony and like celebration mm-hmm. and all those things. Cause you look at camp and how all of our yeah. skill sets complement one another. You look at a family and you see that same thing. So talking about like skill sets and differences, what have each of you learned from one another that like inspire you to be better in your walk with the Lord? Matthew's very hardworking and like sets his mind to things. Whereas I can be a lot more analytical. I think Matthew, he really takes things at face value, which is so cool because um, especially in his relationship with the Lord. Like, what the Lord says is what the Lord says. Yeah. And that's really great because I can find myself getting really analytical with things and questioning a lot. But then at the same time, being analytical also has opened a lot of questions for me to, like, dive further into things. And so um, just with, like, talents and things like that as well, like, he has different talents of his kind heart and how he loves on people so much. Whereas I can go and do things like I love painting and I love taking photography yeah. and like capturing these moments and things. And he just loves to love, which is just one of the most beautiful things to witness. Um, and then like, I th- I'm definitely a better one-on-one speaker, whereas Madeline can like talk to a whole bunch of people and motivate people with it, with her words. She can just phrase it perfectly. Um, but the, uh, I, I just like to listen more than speak. Whereas I don't know Madeline, Personally, like, I think she likes to I speak like to more. Speak more. <laughs> um, but, like, it, she makes it work. She makes it per- – uh, she phrases everything how it should be phrased. Um, yeah, so. 
yeah, I was in awe of that yesterday with like her direct communication because I'll just like beat around the bush and she's like, just say like, <laughs> just say the words on your heart because yeah. listening is such a gift, but we need to know mm-hmm. when like we are. Yeah, so it's to- great to have a brother who's like a listener. It's like yin and yang. We just like <laughs> call, like, call it out in each other. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so we talked a little bit about like distance and y'all's relationship. How did you approach that? What were some of the hard things? And like, what did each of you learn from two years living apart? Which I'm so excited that you'll get to be back together again. I mean, my school. <laughs> um, she definitely like, I say she found herself more because she got out of the same bubble that we had always been living in. Um, she got out of like, I had my friends and the siblings of my friends were her friends. And so like, we were always sort of connected like with our friend group. But then she went and had to open herself out more, which was not a problem for her because she's a very um, <laughs> extroverted person. But uh, she found another friend group that she loves that are great people. Um, and she surrounded them with, surrounded herself with them too. Yeah, and so now she has both friend groups. And um, I think it just opened herself up more. And yeah. it's, it's, it's great. cool to see like an army go around the person you love yeah. and like just be able to watch that mm-hmm. happen. Yeah, and then, like, when it comes to our relationship um, as siblings, being four hours away, it made me realize how much I took it for granted because mm-hmm. I got to watch him, like I was saying, start thriving and loving um, the people that he was around and loving different experiences that he was doing that, like, I never would have guessed. Even, like, something as simple as when I was in high school, I loved leading the student section. If you would have asked me when he was a freshman if that would ever be something he did, I would have said never in a million years. And then to watch him senior year – planning things with them and leading the student section, yes. which is just so crazy because he totally blossomed. And, um, but it made me realize how much I took it for granted because it was four hours away. Mm-hmm. And so I was having to watch it all through social media or pictures my mom would send me or things like that. And um, it really took me making a point to like make intentional FaceTime calls and yeah. make sure I was calling him once a week and, and catching up um, because now the relationship like took work because we weren't just living yes. together. Um which is really good. And it's just as important to you, but still, like, the weeks can just fly by and you lose yes. track of it. Mm-hmm. And it's funny, like, that exact same thing happened with the student section with my younger brother. Mm-hmm. Would have never thought. Yeah. And he literally is making fat heads of, like, all these people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Austin, this is beautiful. But, like, I don't, it wouldn't have happened with me there. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. like, everyone just needs their own little You time. need your own space. Yes. Means. So what are some of y'all's favorite things to do together when you are together? We do sonic runs a lot. Yeah. We love going for sonic runs and like rolling the windows down and just jamming in the car. And he likes to drive and I like to ride. So it works out perfectly because yeah. <laughs> he'll drive around for us. Um, it, it sounds like very minimal, but at the same time, you're having that five, 10 minute sonic run. And then we always, we usually like to take, it's a long road uh, and it comes to the back of our house basically. Mm-hmm. Um takes an extra 15 minutes, but it's like... Yeah. It turns like a 10-minute ride to a 30-minute ride. It's, I um, love that. And then we just spend time together talking mm-hmm. or either listen to music we both enjoy. Um, yeah. yeah. And then, like, I've always said you can learn a lot through someone's music taste, and we <laughs> found out we both like the same music. Like, yeah, he has a good music crazy. taste. Because like, <laughs> I like your music. Yeah, I know. But, um, like, we're completely different people, but yet we still share, uh, share the same similarities or some similarities. Yeah, yeah. And um, even spending 30 minutes together on a sonic run and then driving around, we've just, um, I mean, that's grown our relationship 
every yeah. every time we do that. I so that. and like I love painting. Like that's one of my favorite things to do. Um, one of my biggest hobbies, and it's been really cool to see that he also has an interest in drawing and stuff. So yeah. days when I set up like all my painting stuff, sometimes he'll like bring it up and be like, "Does this look good?" Like how I'm drawing it, and it's yeah. cool to like like find those similarities and find intentional activities you can do that like. When we do take Sonic runs, I love doing that with my friends as well. But if I'm wanting Sonic, I'm going to call him first yeah. and see if he wants to come. Um, and then finding, like, hobbies and interests that you both share. So outside of just those activities, but other things you can talk about and learn from each other and grow from each other. Because I've learned a lot from a lot of things. He likes to draw and try new things. And then he's done the same with me and learned a lot like of techniques and stuff. And stuff. Yeah. yeah. I think it's so easy to think our siblings are totally different than us. So it's cool to see that y'all have, like, been intentional in finding those similarities. Mm -hmm. Because they exist between all people. So they especially yeah. exist between the people we live with. But I'm from Florida, moved to Mississippi. I'm not familiar with the whole Sonic thing. <laughs> What's y'all's order? Because I still have not gotten actual food there. Um, so if I want food, I definitely get like the breakfast burrito. Because yeah, okay. right yeah. amount of protein. It's a good pick me up and it's like pretty cheap for the size of it. Um, and then... Depending on how healthy I want to be, I'll get a water or like a or an ocean water. Um, yeah, I food wise, I'm normally will get corn dogs or grilled cheese, okay. but almost always corn dogs. Um, drinks, they have an ocean water with vanilla. It's only good if you add the vanilla. True. That's something I learned from camp, Interesting. and I love that. <laughs> and then I am like a diet coke addict, and so I'm always getting a diet coke. We love Sometimes you add vanilla in there too, but <laughs> Sonic runs are a must. They're like a staple, especially in Starkville. Like we're always taking Sonic runs and our Sonic's open like all night. So it's perfect. I love that. So here in Monroe, we have the Sonic times memorized when they're closing. <laughs> For which one? Yeah. It's different when you're in small towns a lot of the time. Yeah. Cause I didn't think about that. But so you already said finding things in common, but what other advice would you have for siblings? Get to know yourself and then get to know the other person as well because uh, it helps you realize, like, how to speak to each other. So even, like, thinking with something as simple as, like, Enneagram stuff, but, yes. like, I'm a four and Matthew's an eight. And so he's going to challenge a lot of different things. Mm -hmm. But so I can know that when approaching things. Like, I know if I want him to do something, I'm probably not just going to present it because he might not <laughs> want to do it. But convince him that he wants to do it too yeah. and things like that. And, like, like, for me, like, I love music and I love – intentional time and Matthews realized that and that's one of the reasons we started going on Sonic dates because that was one of the only things we could do and so I think that that to me is like if you get to know yourself then you know what you need and what you desire and be yeah. open with that but then also get to know what they desire and what they need as well because that allows you to actually yeah. build a relationship um and then like yes always to grow your relationship you need to spend intentional time together but um give them their space at the same time <laughs> because I mean still we're great friends we're uh we're like closer than we've ever been but I can tell you if I go up to Madeline and bug her for four <laughs> hours throughout the day like constantly she's gonna get aggravated at me um so like still give them their space but um try to try to find a happy medium between those two yes. and be weird with them be yeah, goofy and weird don't they're like the one person you never have to try to impress because they've been through it all they've been through your awkward middle stage like middle school stage they've yeah. been through the all the changes in your life and so you can come and Matthew jokes that like now when I went to college I got weirder but I think it's more just we got closer so now I'm able to I'm so much more comfortable with him and like just just allow yourself to be crazy and weird and goofy and you 
tend to appreciate those things about each other. Yes. Mm-hmm. No, I think everyone goes to college and gets weirder, or at least girls, because I never lived with girls before. Yeah. And I was like, wow, we're really weird. When yes. it's just us. So you just become this bizarre, most full verse of yourself. <laughs> and then your brothers are like, okay. What's happening? <laughs> yes. Um, and then just what has the role of God been in y'all's friendship? Um, well, the Lord has definitely been one area that we have in common and where I think like sitting in the presence of the Lord is where we kind of found each other. Mm -hmm. Um, and so the things that we've been through in our life, like so many of them, I could never imagine walking through without the Lord and could never have imagined walking through them without our mom, like championing us on in Christ and like filling us up with scripture and filling us up with prayer. And because of that, we were able to lean on each other because, life kind of flipped upside down when in 2016 yeah. and like we were kind of all each other had left and mm-hmm. and then we each just had to cling to the lord because there wasn't anything else and you know the lord became this father figure for us that like is such a beautiful relationship that once you start to see the lord as your father and realize that he truly truly loves you yeah. um and if he can love me that much with all my flaws and i know he loves my brother so much with all of his flaws and why can't we love each other yeah. and so that is just so beautiful that um that was one of the things we found that I found, not to speak for you, but <laughs> found through the through our relationship with the Lord. Um. Well, so uh, through 2015, I probably I got really stagnant in my faith, and then um, in 2016, I mean, it I always say it takes a takes for you to get broken for you to rebuild. Yeah. Um. And so, I know Madeline saw me like rebuild stronger than ever through 2016, 2018, or 2017 too. But um. you know what I'm saying. But uh, <laughs> but um. She just saw me, like, rebuild my faith for my own faith, not for my parents' faith, not for her faith, but for me. Um, And she saw me doing it how I wanted to do it. Like, she saw me doing it for myself and not for other people. Um, Because when I came out here, some people, like, will come out here because their parents made them or their siblings are out here. But we both came out here for us. And, Mm -hmm. um, And so, like, she saw me just building myself for the better, um, which definitely she saw that I was like growing Mm -hmm. up and um and then I saw her just living her best life and like following the Lord as her father um and it just it grew us up together because we both wanted the same thing yeah and y'all are like growing separately but still in the same direction and that's so beautiful to hear because I know as a sister that can be the most overwhelming thing but to just see him do it yes like nothing can be more yeah in the world and that it's not for you it's been so refreshing to see that too because I can often tend to be like a, like I can tend to be a control freak and yeah. like especially when it comes to my brother's <laughs> to my brother um, and he said yeah <laughs> yeah he's nodding his head really big right now but um but to see him growing on his own it kind of made me feel like okay I can step back like I don't have to be the one fixing I don't have to do this and I can just focus on myself and because I know that's what he's doing as well um, which has been really cool. And then I just want to hit on really quick, y'all's mom. I already thought she was an angel she's based on everything dry. I've ever heard. Then she brought us Sonic the other day. Now yes. I'm convinced she's an angel. She really is. And she's so different from each of us. I think Matthew has a lot more of her in him than I do. Um, we like to joke that, like, he definitely has her heart and her, like, external personality. Like, they're the same type temperament. They're both fine to just sit at home and yeah. things like that. But um, I have a lot more of how she thinks through things. So conversational, my mom and I are always, like, talking with each other. And, like, can spend hours just getting lost in conversation. Whereas they just love to be around each other. And they love yeah, each other yeah. so similarly. Which has been really cool because it's like we have an equal part of her. 
Um, and that. our our relationship growing with her is what brought us closer as well. Yeah. Because it's just us and our mom now at home, and and you know we're kind of all she has. So we have to get along. Almost <laughs> that's kind of how it started. We had yeah. to get along because our mom needed us to be with her, and yeah. so. But then it kind of developed into its own relationship. So I think she kind of, she knew what she was doing. Convincing <laughs> us, like, I need y'all to be friends. And she knew what she was doing. And she's so incredibly wise and such, um, like, a woman of the Lord. And, yeah. so, and that's been really beautiful to see. Um, as, like, an example for my life of who I want to be. And then for Matthew, like, thinking about the kind of woman he wants to marry. Like, he's had an incredible example for that. Yeah. Yeah, she's definitely got a servant's heart in her. Um, she's such a sweet lady. And, um. She always just wants the best for others, and yeah. she puts mm-hmm. our needs before her, like any mom would, but especially her. She, she's just, she, just, she tells me uh, I'm very money conscious, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm going to go here because it's cheaper, like going to school. Yeah. And she said, no, you're going to go where you want to, yeah. and we'll make it work. Our mom has always been somebody who cheers us on and roots for us to do what we want to do. Yeah. Yeah. And when I was deciding colleges, and then Matthew chose to come to the same school, like her biggest thing was... Regardless of money, like, we'll make it work. We want you to, like, I want you to go where you're going to go. And mm-hmm. and this is not your problem. This is mine. I wouldn't encourage you to go to a school if I wasn't going to be the one bearing the burden. And, like, just, like, carries it all on her shoulders and never complains. And yeah. it's just so incredible to see. That's what's so cool about so many parents. I know I see this on my own is all of their faith is just put into their actions. Like, there's yeah. no questioning their lack of, yeah. like, or their sacrifice, like, is just so evident and their lack mm-hmm. of, like, self-centeredness. Um, and then I just want you to say this really quick, Madeline, the big bad thing, because yes. I literally the tell people about it mom, all the time. Oh, my favorite thing my mom has ever taught me. She calls it, like, the big bad. I think it must be, like, a theory now that I have. <laughs> but um, she calls it the big bad, and it really helped me in dealing with comparison, honestly. Yeah. It was a big thing for that. Because I think so often we go through things, and especially growing up at, at a church camp, a lot of kids feel like, I don't have a testimony. I don't have anything to say. Um, and one thing my mom told me is that, you know, you can't know bad until you've known something worse to compare it to. And, you know, I, you know, some people's worst thing that they've ever been through in their life is not making a cheer team. I know for me at one point, that's what mine was. <laughs> and that's so minuscule compared to other things in yeah. life. Some people's big bad could be their father passing away. Some people's big bad could be the boy just not having interest in them. You know, there's so many different things that each of us have been through. And until you know worse, you you don't understand that. Like, we often compare, like, the things I've been through are not as bad as what she's been through yes. or what he's been through. And for people who have lost their parents, that is a pain that I would never wish on anybody. And I hope that nobody ever has to experience. But for girls who didn't make the cheer team, they haven't lost their dad yet, and they don't know what that pain feels like. Yeah. You know, they may still have both their parents. And so that's the biggest thing they've ever been through in their life. So you can't diminish what they've gone through because that is their big bad at the moment. And something's going to come along in life later on that is worse and that hurts them more. And then not making the cheer team is going to fall out of their minds. But yes. something else is going to become their big bad. And we all have that. And that's been so beautiful for me to be able to relate to other people because I know what my pain was like at my worst moment. Yeah. And I know that they have had a pain at their worst moment. And even if our worst moments are totally different. And on a worldly scale, maybe they're like completely opposite but 
they're both the worst moments in our life. Yeah. And so we've both had those awful feelings, which is just so cool to realize that that's just another way that you can lower yourself down or raise yourself up to relate to other people and find that community. Absolutely. We just have to like respect people where God yes. has them. Yes. So in the last two questions, the first one is what would you tell yourself before ever coming to camp together? Uh, be open and honest with everyone because the relationship you make here will last forever. Um, like my first high school sex session in 2016, my counselors were Jake Edelman and Grayson Spears. And, um, and like, I called them last week, both of them, wow. uh, and still talk to every them. Week. Uh, they're five, six years older than me, and yeah. they're still, like, some of my best friends. They're people I can fight in when something's wrong. Um, and you just you just build relationships out here that you won't outside because yeah. um, they're honest. They won't judge you. They, yes. They're open with you, and they're um, – they'll take you under their arm no matter yeah. what. And so. that means the world to them. Yeah. Like, yeah. I just want that for a camper. <laughs> and then also, like, being in t- intentional. Like, that's one one of the biggest pieces of advice I think I could ever give to campers because we don't know what a year, two years, three years down the road holds in your life. You don't know what the next week holds in your life. Mm-hmm. And the relationships that happen here, I don't know what it is about this place, but it just has to be that the Lord is just so evident here mm-hmm. that the relationships you make here are founded in Him. And relationships that are founded in the Lord are just so much stronger than any others. And um, even with camp friends that I hadn't seen in two or three years, I was texting them last night, sending them a bunch of like funny pictures we had found from that year. Yeah. And like when bad things would arise during the school year and tough like moments would happen, it wasn't the girls who were necessarily with me at school, as incredible as they are. Those weren't necessarily who I was turning to because the relationships that are here were just rooted in the Lord. And that is who my heart longed to be around. And so being intentional with relationships, like coming from second grade, <laughs> starting camp in second grade here in 2007, like I never would have guessed people I met like 13 years ago would people be people I'd still turn to now. Yeah. Um, but it's because the relationships here are just spent with intentional time and um, really just striving to reflect the Lord in everything they're doing. Yes. So. And then months from now, when you are away from camp and you're back living with one another in Starkville, God willingly, yeah. um, what do you want to tell yourselves and remind yourselves of that you've learned here? Um, I think the biggest thing is that like here is so simple. And John Luke loves to say, this is the real world. And, we're the reason that we don't allow it to be. We have to allow this to be the real world because you can keep the simplicity of mind and heart. You can keep the vulnerability that is so easy here as you go throughout it. And I think one of the easiest ways is clinging to the people who are here and spending intentional time with each other because we'll be together, which will be so great because this is where I think this is like camp is like where our relationship really began to blossom. And, uh, but also we have technology, so why don't we use it? And, like, call friends from camp and call people to just pour into you. And then don't hesitate to pour out. Because I think once you start pouring out, people are going to notice, like, something about you is different. And that's the best way, I think, to make the camp high go on forever. Because yes. when people start recognizing that something about you is different, they're going to be drawn in by that love, um, and which then encourages you to show more love and just to find like-minded people at school. Yes, so, absolutely. Um, and then, like... Malin said, uh, stay in touch with the people who are here. Um, I definitely will harp on that. Uh, not only the counselors, like how many counselors I met four years ago that I still take, uh, stay in touch with, but, um, also your the campers you're with, um, it's like Nolan Jenkins and Will Robertson. I've been the same cabin with them for five, six, seven years. I don't know how long, but, um, yeah. anyways, we've been in the same cabin together. They're going through the same stuff that I'm going through. They're uh they're wise beyond their years and um and if 
I need something I can call them. So just people like that, um, surround yourself with people who are chasing after the Lord like you are. Um, and that will keep camp going. So. Yeah, it's so easy to isolate ourselves and forget mm-hmm. that yeah. literally everyone's just a phone call away. And like, yeah. Madeline, I've been so grateful for that in our friendship. And Matthew, you're my honorary brother now, which has <laughs> been so fun. Yeah, and like, especially camp is not camp because of the things that are here in this place and because of the things we do, but camp is camp because of the people who fill this place. And people don't stop once camp is over, which is just one of the best things to remember. So a camp high can continue because camp is always going because it's the people. And it's just like we say, like the church is the people. The church is not the building. The church is not the place. So finding people who are within the body of Christ and who love the Lord with all their heart and staying in touch with them is honestly kind of the only way to avoid the camp high yeah mm-hmm. absolutely so i'll pray for us and yes, then we'll wrap great. up god we thank you so much for the father that you are and we thank you for the way that you love us through one another i praise you for the work that i've seen in matthew and madeline's heart this summer and for the friendship that i see within them and the friendships that they're building outside of them thank you so much that i get to be friends with them and witness uh just your love alive in their lives God, we thank you for siblings, we thank you for family, and we pray over the families of all of our campers. We pray that our campers would grow in friendship with their siblings, that they would find true joy and true union um, with one another, and not in isolation, but in a community as you intended for us. We pray for good sonic runs, we pray for good conversations, we pray for good camp sessions. Father, so that all these things would lead us closer to loving our brother and sister as you intended us. We love you so much, and we are so grateful for all the people that you've surrounded us with in this place. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you all so much for listening. Since the kingdom is not built in the media room, it is our hope that you take these ideas into real-life conversations with friends, family, and the Lord. Be sure to find us anywhere you can scroll at Camp Yoga and live knowing that you are loved.